started then. So, welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming News. This is episode two of our gaming news podcast. This is Thor, and I'm here with Fat Gamer Jeff and Sasquatch Daddy Senpai. All right, and Cringe. today we're going to start out by t- <laughs> today we're going to start out by talking about uh, the Xbox Series X and PS5 specs. I mean, they're apparently coming out this uh, holiday, so. What's that? Launch October generally? Yeah, I, I I figure probably around November. I I don't know. I don't, I, so far, they've just said the holiday season, as far as I know. Well, that's what they always say. Though. Yeah, yeah. That's generally quarter four, not fiscally, but the last three months of the year. Mm-hmm. That gives people the chance to buy it. That allows people to put it on layaway. Um, kids that ask for it, their parents to buy it for them me to ask myself for it and buy it for myself whatever yeah and uh, i don't know i haven't looked too much into the series x i know quite a bit on the ps5 but i honestly haven't paid attention to xbox at all so it's funny because as much as i wanted to know more about the ps5 all i got from the video was we have an incredibly fast ssd it was it was That's very it. underwhelming. I was very excited about their SSD. That was awesome. And then yeah, I was absolutely. like, "All right, what else? Yeah. What else? What else? Yeah, Nothing." And, like, nope, it. and they, they it looks I, like uh, a it looks like a mid end computer it, gaming PC. And it's they alluded <laughs> That's what to they both look like it alluded to stuff that they didn't even like. He he addressed oh well we're going to address the heating problem, but didn't really give a lot of good detail as to how. So the it seemed like they weren't prepared for this spec release. They're just responding to Xbox, really. Well, I mean, pretty much the response and solution to the PS4's heating issue is to not have a PS4. It's a completely different console. Um, SSD stay cooler. There's not any moving parts. Mm-hmm. Well, technology fours will generally stay cooler, yada, yada. And a better just overall design can help that as well. I think it's the notoriety he was addressing, though, because it's not just the PS4, the PS3 and the PS2 both had really bad heating problems. Also, it's just kind of been a staple with PlayStation that they've it's been a, you know, a a trope that they always have bad heating problems. And he was basically saying, no, PS5 is not going to have these heating problems. We have found cooling solutions. And that's all he would say is cooling solutions. But I mean, they could just be looking at liquid cooling. Who knows? That's, that's what I'm hoping. I think that would be really neat to see a to see a console with liquid cooling system in it. It's not expensive anymore. It still uses a fan. It's just yeah. less, fewer fans. But and let's be real here. The Xbox had the real. The, the 360 had the real heating issue with the red lighting. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. I don't know. I think it was just it was super underwhelming. The PS5 conference, they didn't give us a lot of information. We still don't have a price point or even know what it looks like. The Xbox? Oh, the PS5. Yeah. The PS5. Neither we know what the Xbox looks point. like, but at least we know what the Xbox looks like. We don't even know what the PS5 yeah, is going like to look like, except the, the fucking. Yeah, it looks um, dumb. Well, no. You, oh, yeah. The Xbox. <laughs> it's a, well, it's a box, right? It's an Xbox. It's a box. No, it's an X. It's an X Tower, sir. Yeah. X Tower. It's not even a box. However, according to GameSpot, you can lay it down sideways. So, oh, mm-hmm. like you can with all the other consoles. Like right. you can with every console ever. <laughs> Wait, so one thing. OK, never mind. I'm dumb. I just wasn't reading. I was like, I didn't see anything about an optical disk drive for any of them. But right here at the oh, bottom. Yeah. They have optical disk drives. 
Yep. And you can't even buy a, you can't even buy a computer tower with a disk drive anymore. I know it's so yeah. annoying. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm for it. Whatever. Download everything, anyways. Yeah, same here. The only yeah. thing I had to do was uh, when I was building my daughter's computer a few weeks ago, create a, a boot uh, flash drive, and that's it. And that's how I got it running. But so you're talking about the SSD. They both have SSDs. They're mm-hmm. both custom. Sony's bragging on how fast theirs is, which is nice. Um, it's a little weird that it's 825 gigabytes. I thought that too. Odd, that that kind of takes off the the the, uh, the the norm. That's yeah, that doesn't so fit in well. My only guess as to what it is is that they have 175 reserved of it for operating system and other system features, but that does seem high, anyways. As you say, maybe it's an a, operating system. Maybe it's a terabyte, and they're just giving like this is the literal amount of actual free space. That's the best I can I, think of. I think that's how the PS4 was launched too. Was it wasn't a full? Mm-hmm. What was it? Five hundred gigs. Either way, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really excited. Things <clears> like uh, you know, no load time, and um, I like the idea of being able to flip between games kind of like how on ps4 you can switch you can put a game in suspension and flip to netflix and switch back and forth you'll be able to do that between different games now and that's pretty neat i think um i mean that's yeah, running like a, a pc yeah yeah well yeah like you said they're basically just making them little mini towers now so one thing people are so excited about though for these is like their gpus is like oh mm-hmm. 10 10.3 teraflops oh 12 teraflops i'm running a three-year-old um, RTX card, I have eight teraflops. So it's not like that's really going to do much. It just mm-hmm. allows them to catch up to where current PCs are. Yeah. And immediately uh, later this year, when AMD and NVIDIA release their next hardware, I don't know what AMD is going to be on. They name their shit weird now. But uh, what is it? NVIDIA will be on their 4000 series. And I think ATX will be up into 1200s again because I think they just cycled it through. Mm-hmm. So they're just going to be behind again. It's going to be like a mid-spec gaming computer, which isn't bad, but I think people are playing a little bit too far into that with their expectations of what they're actually going to be getting, mm-hmm. especially with the CPUs that are available. Yeah, no, that, I- and I'm also just not a big fan of AMD. I've never had good, I've never had a good experience with AMD parts, and these things are both just straight up built by AMD. Yeah, that's one thing that made me a little uncomfortable because I'm not an AMD fan either. Um, but we'll see. I'm I'm hoping, you know, I like you said, it, it's mid-spec and I know my expectations are where are there. I'm just hoping that the price point meets those expectations. Also, why do they both have the same exact AMD CPU listed, but one's a 3.5 and one's a 3.8? I don't. Is Microsoft OCing theirs? Ooh, that would be dirty. <laughs> and, I mean, it's perfectly safe, especially if it's running on proprietary hardware like this. That's just what I'm wondering. I don't know if if uh, I know that, that if ex- if they were over much, if they but... were overclocking in in their consoles, that would put a lot of people off. But I'm not going to spend the podcast ranting about overclocking. So <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting on more, sir. <laughs> so, um. Is there anything else notable about the Series X? The PS5 has the 3D audio coming, which is kind of neat. Uh, I mean, I my headset does 3D audio. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm like, okay, <laughs> like cool. And 
is it is know. it actual 3D audio or is it uh, digitalized 3D audio where it's probably fake virtual. 3D virtual? Yeah. Virtual. Oh, it's something like uh, he went. He explained it for like ten minutes, and I tuned out some of it. Um, mm-hmm. but they they did a research of a ton of people as far as this spectrum of where they hear sound and came up to the most average of where people hear sound. They put a lot of research and it's still very um, not well understood, I guess not well fleshed out. It's still an evolving technology. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's less, it's less than like something's behind you or something's to the side of you. It's um, it's, Oh, I don't know. You have to watch the video. I don't remember how he described. I it. I understand exactly what you mean. Like I can give my current headset with the software that they provide that ability. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's probably yeah. I don't know. It's something things like that. I tend to not notice. I don't know. Well, it depends. Like I have I the know, PS Gold. This thing has supposedly a uh, seven point one virtual surround sound, and it sounds okay, but. Really sounds watered down when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't even have a DualShock Five announced. No, they haven't released shit. They haven't released shit. We don't um, even. Know I see something be- say it'll have wireless charging, so that's neat. Oh, that's good. It's, I mean, yeah, as far as we've released so far uh, is the dev kit. What the dev kit is going to yes. look like. They haven't released the actual console. Yep. The dev kit. I don't. I think the dev kit looks all right. Um, the remote's say, a little bulky. One thing I like about PlayStation over Xbox is the remote is less bulky. Yeah, um, absolutely. And the dev kit remote very much looks bulky, and I don't like it. But we'll see. Huh. I'm seeing there's a patent for the DualShock Five Sony put in where people can control the same parts of a controller with different controllers. Whatever. That seems like a gimmick thing for mini games. Whatever. It sounds like it's extra steps. <laughs> I know it's supposed to have um, like the area on the DualShock 4 that has that that giant pad button. It's supposed to be an actual screen with a touchpad and you can like pull up a menu and it's it's actual like a little phone attached to it. You can have a swipe. A little micro screen. I saw something like that in the article I clicked on Game of the mm-hmm. Weird Thing. This is the one I was talking about, though, that I'm like, uh, I don't like this because this is supposedly what it... The one I just posted, that's like a fan concept art type thing. Uh, This is supposedly what the dev kit one looked like. Again, none of this is official. You know what I mean? It's all leaks Mm -hmm. and all that. So take that for what it is. So it does have a little touch screen. The touch screen. I'm pretty sure that's a confirmed thing in the patent. But as far as what the remote shape looks like. So um, I'm pretty sure all the remote shapes look like that. It's just easier to produce. That's never usually the final. The dev the dev kits are always wrong. Oh yeah, the dev kits are never exactly what it looks like. Um, so I, I'm just hoping that they that it's not that bulky that they don't try and be like, oh well, let's let's try and be a little more like Xbox. That's not where. Yeah. Yeah. The the DualShock Four dev kit controller looked nearly identical to that. Oh, did it? Nearly identical. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm seeing. So. That makes me feel better. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they do that. It might just be easier to assemble. Um, whatever. In any case, the first picture I showed you, the fan art one, that would be really cool. I like that. I mean, yeah, that's a that looks exactly how their normal DualShocks look. Um, all they did was put it looks like really they just superimposed a mini touchscreen over top of the uh, 
the contacts button on the middle. Hell yeah, and that's that's if it's just, if it's a DualShock Four with a touch screen on the middle, I'm totally cool with that. Other than that, um, shit, both have 16 gigs of RAM. That's what my computer has. Needs more. Frame rate it's- up to 120 frames. Eh. 4K Blu-ray drive up to 8K resolution. I think it's 16 doesn't sound like a lot, so I think it's worth noting um, that it's GDDR6 RAM. Well, the thing is, if you're not running an op, uh, if you're not running a needy operating system in the background like Windows, where you have all these startup programs that everything needs, your antivirus, your different drivers, it's, there's going to be a lot more available to be used. So while it doesn't well, seem like a lot, it's a lot more than there was. I'm, the previous consoles. Well, I'm I'm saying though is it's, it's GDDR6, which is way faster than DDR4, which is what most people would have in their PC. Well, I have six. I also have a brand new motherboard and everything yeah. though, so it's. But uh, most yeah, people have DDR4 though, <laughs> and and GDDR6 is about five times faster than DDR4, so that's about right. Um, there are a couple of exclusive confirmed games. Godfall on the PS5 side and Xbox Series X. We had Halo Infinite, which is was announced forever ago at E3. Mm-hmm. Was it E3? Some, and then Senua's Saga Hellblade Two, which is the follow up to Senua's Saga Hellblade. And I didn't watch it, so I had to look up Godfall, and it's a quote looter third person looter slasher. So it's not a looter shooter; it's a looter slasher. So it's all melee combat, so it'd be cool if you like melee combat. It looks good, but I'm sure what they showed, especially since it's a PS5 tech demo, is just, you know, the flashiest cinematics they could think of. Yep, and it's one, two, or three-player co-op, so it's going to be a... I I called it Melee Destiny, but it could be... It says chase legendary weapons and armor. That's fucking destiny right there. That sounds like Anthem. <laughs> we don't compare anything to Anthem. I was going to say, hopefully it hasn't been in development for like eight years and turns out to be a giant flop. Nope, but this is by Gearbox Publishing, um, developed by Counterplay Games. I don't even know what else Counterplay has made. We can go off of their quality there. Uh, uh, nothing. Nothing. Godfall is their game. They are hiring, though, if you're wondering. Yep. I mean, trying to, try to transition careers here. If the armor, if the armor at least is on par with what they showed in that cinematic trailer, it'd be cool to collect it and wear it. Mm. You know, probably give it a try because um, it is a PS5 exclusive launch title that is also launching on the Epic Games Store on PC. So that's new. Much how with. Uh, Senua Saga will be launching on PC along with on the Xbox Series X and same with Halo Infinite, which will be launching on PC along with it on Series X. So for us PC gamers, that's good news. It's at least a good start. A little salty about the backwards compatibility on PS5. <clears throat> yeah, tell us about that because I haven't really read up on it. What's well, um, which one? PS5's backwards compatibility. Uh, uh it's it it's only backwards compatible with PS4 games, uh, and there was some controversy uh, with the way they phrased it because um, they said they tested a hundred of the most popular games to make sure they work, and people thought they were saying only a hundred games will be playable. No, the majority of PS4 games will be playable on PS5, but I was really hoping 
that we would be able to go backwards further than that to PS1 through 3 games. Uh, it's a nice. I'm glad it's backwards compatible for PS4, but I'm still a little disappointed. Um, so that's not too surprising. Um, the PS3's cell architecture they used for the CPU was so it was very powerful, but it was very complicated and complex, which made which is a lot of the reasons why games either ran great on the PS3 and terrible on the Xbox 360 or great on the Xbox 360 and terrible on the PS3. It's because they didn't play well with each other. They didn't play well with CPU architecture because it was like a, a weird tri-core processing thing. Um, it was bizarre. It worked really great. On, like That's why all of their own titles that they had, their in-house titles or self-published titles, whatever, that's why they were all great. Just yeah. didn't play well across platforms. Um, so it makes sense. Um, even even uh, emulators that people are making for PS3, it on high-end on high top end gaming computers, they're having a problem running that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not too surprising. Um, omitting PS2 and PS1, eh, whatever. Um, those games are all available digitally, and I'm pretty sure most people mm-hmm. probably have them digitally, anyways. I, I would say, not some. to mention, I would say they also probably want to push their PS now or create like a huge backlog of classic titles to stream see that's that's that i would be just as happy if a bunch of my ps1 and ps2 games i could download on ps4 but the majority of games that i have i can't they're not on psn i still can't get xenosaga that they recently announced they're never going to put a remaster or any kind of port for xenosaga there's no port for chrono trigger it's i mean i I understand that my niche is it's a lot of jrpgs and they get left in the dust a lot but you know, man, saying never is weird. I'm getting a fucking Saiken Densetsu saga remaster. Oh, no, the, like the, the director, like they've so twice the director tried to get it remastered. The first time he actually put out a petition um, and they fell short, like not even a fraction of the signatures they needed for the petition. Then he tried for it again just last year, and there was a final, like, I'll, I'll find the interview, but they're basically like, nope, it's never going to happen. Get a PS2 if you want to play Xenosaga, bitches. That's weird. That happened to me because uh, with uh, Final Fantasy IX, I bought it on PSN for PS3, and then I couldn't port it over to PS4. Like, I don't get it. It's digital. What, what the fuck? So. What about uh, the Xboxes backwards? Is it just everything? Um, Xbox One, select Xbox 360 and original. Okay, so uh, not everything. It it failed profitable market analysis is why. I just put a yeah, link um, in the Discord. Yeah, so Saiken Densetsu was huge in Japan, has a huge following there. So I think the only difference, the only thing they had to do really was localize it in English. So that's what they did. So I think that's why I got lucky. Unfortunately for me, I could play it in Japanese, so whatever. I'm kind of shitty about this, too, because Legend of Dragoon was another one of my favorites, and they put a port for that for PS3, but no PS4 port. I still can't play it on PS4. Um, I have it on PS fucking 3, so they have it. It's not like the problem they had with Final Fantasy VIII where they had a problem with the source files. They clearly have fucking source files somewhere. 
It can't be. I understand there's difficulty between porting, but it, if it's already ported for PS3, it can't be that hard to further port it for PS4, would it? I wouldn't think so, but I don't know anything about development. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that cell architecture they use, the tri cell architecture, is just too complicated, and they had to develop it specifically for PS3, and it won't port over to PS4. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like if a PS1 game can port to PS3, it should be able to port to PS4. Assuming you have the source files, which they do. They had a problem with 8 because they didn't have a lot of the source files for 8, and I get that. But they don't have that issue as far as I know with Legend of Dragoon. The only reason they're sitting on their hands is because they're like, well, well, it's not going to make enough money. But it it seems like, you know, you don't don't need to make profit. You don't need to hit your profit margins you were expecting at release of the game. There's very little, relatively speaking, that would go into uh, just porting it over an existing game. Well, there's got to be some reason that we don't know. Um, I'm sure. But... Market profitability is a, a good thing to follow generally because if something fails, they'll look at other stuff that they might want to do that other people want and be like, well, the support's just not going to be there. Um, so mm-hmm. it is what it is in the end. In other news, we have uh, Pokemon Go has been changed to Pokemon Go Home. <laughs> so what's it even do? That wasn't a joke. So I thought it was a joke. Oh no, no, no I'm I'm totally serious. So they're they're trying to because of the um, omit here where we can't actually say the name of the beer disease that's going around because. Uh, at least not for YouTube, because YouTube has an automated system that's trying to get rid of false yeah, information and it's oh just God, nuking yeah. any videos that mention it. So I'm not going to say the name, uh, mm-hmm. but we all know what we're talking about. So anyways, mm-hmm. so now with Pokemon Go, um, you get every week. Last week, they did a pack of 30 incense for one coin. So basically free 30 incense. And then this week, it's a free 100 Pokeballs. Um, so every week they're giving out pat- free packs of stuff that'll let you sit on ass and not have to go anywhere to do anything. Um, for the Battle League, <laughs> they've removed the walking. Oh, they also halved the distance for egg hatching. Um, and for the Battle League, they completely removed the walking requirement. So you can just sit there and spam the Battle League all day long. I've already hit, uh, I've got my gold medal in Great League fights because I've done over 200 now. You, you're capped still like 20 a day or something, uh, mm-hmm. but you can just sit there and do them over and over and over right now where normally you'd have to walk three kilometers between fights. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. I was like you. I, I don't I, think I ever did a single gym when I used to play it. See, I, yeah. I was like you. When I first played it, it was, they, you know, like everybody, they had a lot of issues and a lot of people quit. And I came back about two years ago and they had made so many awesome updates by then it's it's actually pretty well fleshed out now i i I, they've done a really good job uh i wish they would have released it a year later than they did i know there was a lot of hype uh, and a lot of people wanted it now 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 but it was not a complete game when they released it it's a complete game now yeah i didn't i didn't stop playing it because of issues i stopped playing it because i caught myself playing it while driving home on the highway (laughs) I said, okay, this is dangerously addictive. I'm oh, man. Stop. Yeah. So what is this about Sony trying to buy Castlevania and uh, Silent Hill and Metal Gear? So this came from, obviously, uh, an anonymous source. From, how do I put this? G- game, uh, from Gamasutra. 
uh, a known post around there who's been right on nearly everything insider sources um relayed information from an employee from konami that sony was looking to purchase the franchise purchase some franchises from them uh specifically mentioned were metal gear silent hill and castlevania uh probably i can see honestly i can see metal gear and silent hill just because they're now kind of in bed with hideo kojima with how they're partnering with them with kojima studios um so that'd be cool it'd allow him to get back to doing silent hills pt whatever um people loved that demo that came out on the ps4 so konami removed it when him and kojima broke up or well konami and kojima broke up Mm -hmm. um bringing metal gear back uh i personally loved all the random ass bullshit political uh exposition they had in their 30 minute cutscenes every 30 minutes of gameplay but yeah they also wanted castlevania which is uh is just doing well outside of games there hasn't been a castlevania game in a few years but i'm sure a lot of people are familiar with the netflix uh animated series Mm -hmm. so it's been very successful um after season two they gave it a season three and season four konami's just making money off of that doing nothing with it and honestly konami's gaming division is really just a side company because they make all their money from pachinko in japan which is a fancy slot machine that's all it really is so um they're just kind of sitting on these ips and doing nothing with them um so yeah interesting looking to just purchase them probably get them going um uh, metal gear one and metal gear two solid snake were i guess it'd be metal gear solid and metal gear two solid snake they wanted to remake those which would be cool i'd be all down for that um yeah why not everything else is being remade i mean they kind of had some they kind of had they had like some upscaling uh Mm -hmm. collection packs previously on the ps3 and ps4 which i played the crap out of and don't get me wrong i don't mind that kind of stuff i mean i love modern warfare yeah i love it they remade it and shoot i wasn't a believer at first but i yeah playing warzone i was like yeah i gotta buy it i gotta buy it (laughs) Speaking of uh, remakes and reboots and all that, um, how about Black Ops? Uh, yeah, Black Ops reboot. I knew because I, I, I remember hearing that Sledgehammer was dipping out this season and giving it up back over to Triarch. So um, I'm surprised, though, that they're going to reboot instead of continuation. I don't know. I'm not too surprised. I um, think it's great because I, I don't know. I saw a disconnect between two and three. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a continuation, was it? And then four didn't have a campaign at all. Yeah. No, it wasn't a continuation. It was just the same kind of techie universe mm-hmm. with plot points from previous games. And mm-hmm. I liked, I really liked two. I really liked one, two, gave you the, the initial COD League, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever it was called. Um, I played the crap out of that. Um, I played three a little bit here or there, got rid of my PS4 eventually. Um, COD games have been shit on PC up until now because the player base is always so small. But now with crossplay, it's not an issue, which I'm sure they'll have crossplay, so I'll probably get it. I think it's going to be a first-person shooter standard going forward. I think it's going to be mostly just a gaming standard going forward because yeah, it's some fighting games. Warframe has it. Now, yeah. um, fighting games have it. Shit, even Rocket League has it. Fortnite yeah. has it. 
I just uh, I the only Call of Duty that I've or the only Black Ops that I've liked a lot so far was Black Ops Four. So I hope that uh, they still carry over a lot of that, and I hope that they put in they keep putting in uh, these battle royale modes too. Yeah, I I'm definitely down for that because I I I really didn't like battle royals. I never liked Fortnite or PUBG or any of that until uh, Blackout. That was the first one that I actually liked, and I like I like this twist that Call of Duty puts on. Um. Yeah, I enjoy it. It's uh, simpler. Um, I really wish they'd go to like a two-year cycle on their games, to be quite please. honest. Yeah, God. same. Two-year cycle, please. Because it would allow them to put a little more development time into it. And then again, that might be what happened. This is just a leak. It could be Call of Duty 2021 they're really talking about. Oh, yeah, possibly. Um, especially. And with, I think um, that would. What's going on? Yeah, that that would justify their like their battle passes and their DLC stuff more too. So maybe because this season on Modern Warfare we didn't have any of those DLC packs. So maybe come around the time this year when Call of Duty would be coming out again, they'll say, okay, here's our DLC packs. It's you know pay sixty dollars and get all this huge bunch. So instead of basically buying a new Call of Duty again that that time around that year, you just buy extensions for the one that you have, like as if you were to buy uh, an expansion pack. Maybe even they would release it for $30 or something. So it's more like we're getting, we still get something every year, but it's a game, then an expansion, then a game, then an expansion. I really like where you're going with this, but can you lower the price point so that if they do hear this? <laughs> we have some negotiation room. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. So it sounds like, it sounds like this leak says it's going back to U.S. forces, South Vietnam forces, and Viet Cong forces. So it's the same time frame as the original Black Ops of Vietnam War, mm-hmm. Cold War, whatever. Um, recasting Alex Mason and Frank Woods. Um, yeah. So it sounds like it's a straight up reboot, different points. Yeah. I mean, I've, the original Black Ops was probably my favorite, is probably still same my favorite here. Call of Duty. Yeah. Same here. Um, it just felt it. Its controls felt good. The guns felt good. I liked two a lot. Uh, two was fine, and then it just kind of got out of whack for me. I felt like I was playing a knockoff Apex at that point. <laughs> so, I did like I did like having the different operators and the different classes, which I yes. think is where Apex got their idea from. Well, but I never played Overwatch. But... To be honest, yeah. But actually, uh, Apex. Uh, they had all this kind of stuff in Titanfall. If you think about yeah, it, yeah, yeah, all kind of you. Titanfall two, I meant. You had your your Titans, which had different loadouts, and you set up your loadouts. I meant like right, specific character skills. Oh yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like your pilots, they all have all the abilities that you see in um, Apex. They were all in Titanfall two. Uh, you had your guy who can disappear. You had your guy who can create uh, hollow clone pilots of himself. Uh, you had the guy right. to the void and all that kind of stuff. It was still, it was still different though because those were just right. They were essentially, generic. yeah, they were generic that you could put on your. You okay, could have everyone what, the same ability. Yeah, I see I what like, you mean now. Yeah, and like Black Ops three and four, you had you could only choose one of them. Same with an mm-hmm. Apex, one person can only choose one of them per team. So it's right, right, right. set up for more teamwork oriented stuff. So you know what else I'd really love to see is a new armored core. We haven't had a new armored core in a long time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have nothing else. I thought I saw some. I was trying to recall something I thought I heard of a while before, but correct me if I'm wrong. But there hasn't, there was no PS4 
Armored Core at all. There was a couple for PS3, but there was no PS4 Armored Core whatsoever. PS4 Armored Core, PS4. Um, last December, from software teases a new game in the series. I remember that. I remember hearing about that uh, a little bit, but it'll probably be PS5. So we'll end up going all PS4 with no Armored Core. Um, so yeah, it'll probably come out with the PS5. Um, oh, I have a good Miyazaki of From Software said he did want to make a new Armored Core, but also in the same breath he was talking about also wanting to make a battle royale or a live service game so maybe an armored core battle royale whatever a mech battle royale i can live with it it's at least different <laughs> nice i think it would be awesome a mech battle royale with armored core it's style a, it's with titanfall Smash. battle royale what i've always <laughs> wanted to see is a straight up like call of duty-esque game with the same type of uh, leveling system and class load system but armored core Straight up, you know, like five v five matches, game modes, the whole the works. Except armored core mechs that you customize. Super I have great. become convinced. Uh, I have a really good Super theory. Uh, I think uh, we talked about this a little bit on the last podcast, but I've been looking into it a little bit more because I think you, Sasquatch, mentioned this briefly. But uh, the possibility, I do think now that Elder Scrolls Six will be a launch title for the new gen consoles. I was, really? I was thinking about it. Anything about it, though. Exactly. That's exactly why. Think about this. We haven't heard anything about them, but we haven't heard anything about new launch consoles either. And if it was going to be a launch title, they would have really big restrictions on how much those game developers can say about them or even the games. Look at the confirmed launch titles we have. We barely have anything of them on that what is it uh, godfall three, or three. whatever yeah and, and we just have little snippets of what the cinematics might look like and what do we have for elder scrolls 6 a 30 second clip of what the cinematics look like no more or less than what we have for godfall so that i think is why they've been so quiet about it because sony and microsoft won't let them say anything about it so i'm wondering well, if and i know we still have starfall but they could there's nothing to say that they couldn't release at the same time uh, their their uh, their finance team will say no because generally, while there is some still differences between the Bethesda fandoms between Fallout and like Skyrim, most of it overlaps. You don't want to set you don't want to release games competing with yourself. Um, that was an issue uh, EA had when they had um, when they released Apex Legends and Battlefield Five on the same day. They're they're different enough, but it's still trying to cater towards the same broader fan base. Mm -hmm. And so people, what they did was they went and played the, the free battle Royale from the, mm -hmm. from um, respawn rather than dice's battlefield five, which yeah. I mean, battlefield five had a poor reception. A lot of it due to SJW shit that. And it was also like a fucking early access title for 60 bucks. It was weird. And poorly done. So, not only that, but uh, they they had a lot of issues with, uh, well, according to forums, uh, with like the reality of the story of how it was. I guess it was uh, World War Two or one or whatever. Two. Uh, yeah. Five. And then, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, like women in combat, and I don't know. It was, it was a whole. It was a 
buttload of SJW shit. So a lot of people just like backed away because of it. I don't know. It's some of the perception that I saw online. There's, I never got yeah, into the Battlefield genre, so I didn't really care for it. Yeah. yeah genre, the, the series, sorry. You know what I meant. There's also the possibility that it could release before Starfield. I know they said that Starfield was coming first, but but it's not like it would be the first time Bethesda has been full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> one sec. Sorry, my, uh, so, give me one sec. My cat. Yeah, what I just linked was something I meant to put in our little planning area. Um, a link to Sea of Stars from Sabotage Games. It's kind of like a, a callback to old SNES-style turn-based RPGs, so I figured you might be interested in it, Rick. Maybe. Oh, hell yeah. I love myself some old-school turn-based. Um, I don't know if you ever played the game The Messenger. It was a <laughs> Metroidvania-style game where you were a ninja delivering messages, killing demons. Nice. So, yeah. Um, so, it's yeah, it looks looks really cool. It looks like a kind of like a high def upscale version of the old school, like 1632 bit look of the RPGs. Just mm-hmm. looks much better. It's going to have much better sound than them because it's not going to be, you know, limited to eight or 16 or 32 bit soundboards. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Looks Plus, like- it has that cool kind of old school, unique Final Fantasy type art for the characters. Oh, okay, cool. Y'all have to go check into that. There's a full trailer in that link as well. You can check out. Okay, cool. Oh, wow. A lot of backing on it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Unfortunately, um, the $2,000 back backing uh, package is gone. They can't do that one. I was so looking forward to it. Hmm. <laughs> so the only other things on our list, um, the, are so the, the, I'm not sure how accurate this information is. It's coming from Push Square, but the, the apparently the April PS Plus games are were announced early or leaked early, anyways. Um, they always are. Uh, the Uncharted Four, A Thief's End, and Dirt Rally 2.0 will be available April 7th for PS Plus users. Apparently, that's a legit uh, YouTube channel from PlayStation. So, oh, Push Square is. It's not from PlayStation. They just they do a lot of stuff actually with Sony. Oh. They get actually inside oh. interviews with I, companies. So, I know they're legit. So yeah. when they post stuff like this, I usually assume it's fine. But uh, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good main game there, Thief's End. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah first time I in a long yeah. time that yes, I do too. It's it's the first time in a long time that the uh, they uh, they put one out that I already had. Hmm. Uh, I'm probably gonna get it anyway, just so I don't have to put in the disc because I'm a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> That's I was thinking that too. I'm like, well, at least I could just See? download the game. Why do you so even it's... need an optical drive on your PS4 or Xbox Series X? Just download the freaking game. Oh, I it's gonna boot faster. I mean, most of the games install from the drive, anyways. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the the last thing on my list here is. Uh, uh, this is fun news. Plague Inc. Uh, has introduced mm-hmm. a new mode focused on fighting pandemics. So it's the reverse of how Plague Inc. is normally played. You're trying to mm-hmm. stop a pandemic. Wonder what uh, wonder what train they are hopping on here. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder what I wonder what prompted that. I, I wish YouTube would let us talk about what prompted it. No, we can't. They don't. They they. There's like a, a thing going on where you can't talk about it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Ooh, you, you, the, like they, they have machine learning AI that'll search videos for variations of the word. And if they find it, there's no one like reviews your video. To, it just deletes your video off YouTube. Huh. Yep. Wow. So when we talk about it here, I'm going to redact it. Yeah, I straight up said coats, so <laughs> I'll just I'll just redact it and have like psycho stick screaming beer every time we say COVID. All right. Um also I you did say how you wanted us to maybe review a game. I played two new games. Oh nice. What was that? Um the classic mix of Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing New Horizons. Oh, how's Animal Crossing? I've uh I don't know too much about it yet, but i I know it's been really big right now. Um it's the first main series title since ooh like 2012 um oh, wow. lit. it is a very lit thank you um the customization options in are great uh traveling to your friends islands is fantastic yeah, uh i've seen people put bondage on their little person so uh, yeah i may or may not have a couple of those options i i saw people <laughs> selling <laughs> news we get on, on my deserted island some post on Facebook, someone was selling their naked pictures on Animal Crossing. It's <laughs> fantastic. Yep. Yeah, so that's another thing you can do. Um, you there's a whole there's there's a lot of customization in the game, but there's the general warning of hey, this you can make whatever you want here, but people can report you, yada yada yada. <laughs> so be careful who you invite over, uh, what you leave in other places, areas. But you can actually get these little wall hangings that you can modify and put your own custom art there, and then trade them to other players. So it's a legitimate <laughs> thing you can do. Oh man! So yeah, um, I think it's great. I'm not too far in it. I've just built a. I, I play a lot of Call of Duty. I've been going through Doom Eternal. I've been playing Animal Crossing in my downtime of all that, mm -hmm. but it's fine. Um, I've my island is no longer full of tents. It has actual houses on it. Mm. One of the one of the good things about it is you can buy um nook miles passes which let you go to like a randomly generated seed of a random island to collect resources and maybe other items you don't have there because all of your fauna is unique to each different island and whatnot depending on north america a, a northern hemisphere island or a southern hemisphere island and your each individual island will only have maybe i don't know four variations of the different bug fauna and four of the fish fauna um as well as one type of fruit so you really just have to go around between your friends and the random ones to figure it out okay but it's all easy to eat, learn and earn and use so and it's fun okay it's nice it's a nice change from doing eternal <laughs> once in a while uh have you played enough to feel comfortable giving a rating um well if you don't mind Something that's kind of grindy, um, uh, little tiny cutesy deserted island mm -hmm. life simulator. Probably, I would say an eight out of ten. Okay. Um, there's a bunch of stuff, quality of life stuff locked behind, just generic progress. There's no real direction you're given, so you just kind of have to figure it out. But whatever. How about Doom? I'm um, not as good yet, as the so. first Doom, I don't think, Ooh. but it's still really fun. But Doom 20, was it 2016? I'm not. Is that when it came so. out? Yeah, four years. Wow. Huh. Um, 
I think that one has just looked so highly upon because the previous Doom, Doom 3, was god-awful. It was like Dark Souls Doom. <laughs> it was weird. Um, it was really fun. It's a nice callback to uh, Doom Eternal. It's a nice callback to what that was, which is a nice callback to like arena-based shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, you do a lot of weapon swapping, weapon swapping to the right, enemies, types. Yeah, it's it's like old school Quake. It's like that. Um, multiplayer is interesting. You have one person as the Doom Slayer and everyone else and three other players as so Friday the 13th. Kind of <laughs> not not nearly as bad. Okay, <laughs> I haven't played it. I downloaded it when it was free or I think it's still yeah. free. I don't remember, but I never played it. <clears throat> yeah, um, I would I would say it's it's worth it if you like the first Doom. Just it's not nearly as good as playing as playing doom 2016 through again that first time um the sword's awesome you get the chainsaw back to your ammo there's a lot of ways to get your ammo back but like i said the ammo supply is pretty limited so you have to swap around a lot which can become a hassle and um it's a juggling act so you're like micromanaging on the fly but whatever it's a really good arena-based shooter like calling back to like what series sam and stuff was yeah so so rating uh, I'll go with seven out of ten. Okay, yeah, I'll have to try it um, out. I I loved old school Quake games, so I'm I'm excited to try it out. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. People said it looked so great, but I mean, it looked okay. I didn't think it looked that great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Modern Warfare looks better. Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of cool collectibles and stuff in the game. You can old school. You can get like the old school original Doom armor to wear on your guy and stuff and oh, wow. whatever. Nice. I was very upset and salty that I could not get the Twitch Doomicorn skin to work. Doomicorn. Sorry. Yep. I was very upset about that. That did not affect my rating, though. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, 7 out of 10 for Doom Eternal and 8 out of 10 for New Horizons. If they were both mixed in the same games, ah, probably a 12 out of 10. <laughs> Just like all of the gifts and memes and comics. Isabella is an evil monster who would murder all the demons. All right. Um, so that's going to wrap it up for the podcast, guys. Thanks so much for tuning. <clears throat> Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe and follow us on our podcast channel and our various channels and servers. Uh, thank you again. And I we will see to you. try to do more. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Uh, I promise to try to do more because I didn't do shit. <laughs> Later.